I'm Taylor Wilson with USA Today. The Brittany Griner Victor Boot Prisoner Exchange highlighted the secret, chaotic, divisive, and sometimes weird world of global prisoner negotiation. Producer PJ Elliott spoke with USA Today World Affairs correspondent Kim Helmgard to discuss how the process works. Kim, first off, thanks for jumping on with five things today. I want to start off by getting into how many Americans are detained right now overseas. Best guest estimates for how many Americans are either hostages or wrongfully detained right now is around 60. There's a couple of different organizations that that track these. And they're in Iran. They're in a couple of high-profile cases in Russia right now, one of whom people have heard about. Brittany Griner, the, the basketball star, was uh, recently released. Before her, there was a, a former U.S. Marine who was imprisoned in Russia um, and was released. His name is Trevor Reed. And there's still another American over there, a guy called Paul Whelan, who is a uh, another former Marine and was was a, was a tourist over there when he was detained. But the Russians have accused him falsely, we understand, you know, uh, being some kind of spy. So exactly how do these negotiations work when we're trying to bring Americans back home? So the first thing to say about how this process works is that it's like shrouded in secrecy, you know, and there's so much of it that we are just dark to and that we don't understand. There is a kind of joint effort between the State Department and the FBI and other U.S. government agencies that sort of coordinates this work, you know, and lobbies on behalf of, or advocates, I should say, on behalf of these detainees and, and, you know, tries to have discussions, negotiations, talks with their counterparts in these other countries. But sometimes it's difficult because, for example, like with Iran, the U.S. has no formal diplomatic relations. So, you know, the U.S. Secretary of State can't just speak to the Iranian foreign minister, you know, his or her counterpart. They just, it's just sort of, sort of sounds a little bit ridiculous. You know, why couldn't they? But anyway, that's the, that's the protocol. That's the tradition, you know, that doesn't happen. So a lot of times what, what, what ends up taking place is the families find their way by hook or crook to kind of third parties who sometimes get the ball rolling in, in through sort of back channels and there's quite a, a well-established organization called the Richardson Center, which is um, started by former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations and former governor of New Mexico, a guy called Bill Richardson. And he has a lot of contacts, you know, all over the world. And so him and some of his uh, kind of lieutenants, they seem to always be involved in recent years with some of the big cases. And they essentially kind of leverage their contacts and find a way to kind of start discussions informally in ways that kind of get them into the room in ways that the U.S. government, for various reasons, can't always. And so it's kind of a dark art. It's, it's like networking, you know, it's getting on the phone and just like working your contacts and, and just finding a way to get these conversations started. And at some point, these third parties, you know, they end up working with the U.S. government, you know, either side by side or in conjunction or through parallel tracks and, and so on and so forth. 